Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. Have I got somebody for you? Her her name is uh, Georgia um, Woodbine. She is, gosh, uh, it, if I listed everything that you do, uh, the show would be over before we had a chance to even talk to you. Because you, you're a coach, you're an author, you're a motivational speaker, you do all kinds of stuff. Welcome to the show, by the way. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's It's a pleasure to be here. So tell me, how did this all start for you? Where did you Where did you come from? Besides I'm from your- New York. Um, yeah, actually, I live in New York. I grew up in the Bronx. Um, and you know, as far as where it all started for me, when I started to get on the path of asking myself the most important question you will ever ask yourself, and that is, why am I here? And that began about 16 years ago. I was going through a lot in my life. I was in a job I didn't like. I was in failing relationships. I was in debt. I lost my car. I lost my home. Um, I was dealing with some serious health issues. And so when a lot of people come to me now as a life coach, they say, well, Georgia, how are you able to deal with this pandemic? I'm like, because everything already happened to me and I survived. Yes, indeed. So you went through a period of your life that I call uh, a bad country music song. Uh, You know, it's all about how you look at things. There's a famous quote, and it says, um, I think it's Dr. Wayne Dwyer, and it says, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And so it's really about your perception. You know, we live in a world that is constantly changing, right? That is the one thing that remains constant is change. And so every time you push yourself beyond preconceived notions or limitations that will stretch you, it it raises you to higher level of thinking. And that's really what happened to me. You know, the biggest question is, how do you go from wanting change to making change? And the answer to that million dollar question is to change your mindset. It always begins with your mindset because you cannot change what you don't confront. Now, when you started this 16 years ago, and uh, what was what was the first thing that you did? Because uh, I had a similar experience where it was like, "Is this all there is?" What you know, I, I have to contribute more. And so I, I went to a metaphysical bookstore and picked off the first book that 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 uh, said anything to me, and that's where it all started from. How did it start for you? It started for me with having my back against the wall. I think that's how it starts for anybody that's looking for change, because why? We are creatures of habit. And so we will not change unless something forces us to make a change until something happens. I always say nothing happens until something moves. So a lot of times when people get to that place of I call self-actualization or true self or self-awareness is when you have exhausted everything that you thought would work for you. And you're at a point where you're like, nothing's working. Where, where do I go from here? And so 
the question about where do I go from here is like, is these obstacles, these setbacks, these challenges that that forces you to stretch yourself. And we all know, like, think of a rubber band, right? Being pulled, right? I wish I had a rubber band with me. <laughs> but think of a rubber band. And, and in life, we're stretched, right? And sometimes you're stretched and stretched and stretched to the point where you're like, I can't take this anymore. This is too painful. This is too hard. This is too difficult. And it stretches you. It stretches you to a point where you begin to evolve. And so that's really what happened to me, you know, you know, dealing with jobs that I didn't like and relationships and my, you know, not knowing what I wanted to do and what my purpose was and really struggling to figure out, well, who is Georgia Woodbine? You know, in life, you're given a name, right? That's something your parents gave to you. At a job, you're given a title. That's something else somebody gave to you. But really going underneath all that and figuring out, well, who am I really? I'm not talking about the people that has been in my life that said, you should do this job, or you should go do this, or you should do that, or you should start that business. I'm talking about really getting to a place where you really figure out who you are. Now, that's a process that that uh, takes a little bit of time, and you have to, dare I say it, you have to be honest with yourself and, and really delve deep into your inner soul as to who you really are. And uh, you've done that, and uh, and it's been it's been a wonderful ride for you, hasn't it? It's been a wonderful ride. It's not an easy ride. <laughs> Nothing is easy if it's worth it. I can tell you that. You know, the first step to allowing yourself to consciously evolve is to identify and embrace who you really are. You know, understanding that. It's the core of your identity, apart from your various life roles and and really understanding that your relationship is true with true self is really what's going to help you to evolve, to get to your why. Like I said, the most important question you will ever ask yourself in your lifetime is why am I here? And your true identity is not is 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 so deep like you said it's 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 work. It takes work to get there. It's not an overnight process. Why? because it takes 21 days to form a habit. So how long does it take to unform a habit? Sometimes it could take months, sometimes it could take a year because we're so used to doing things a certain way when something shifts in our lives or something changes. It could be your job, it could be your relationship, it could be moving to a new new place. It's like, you're like, oh my gosh, wait a minute, wait a minute, it's too much. And, and so it's really about learning how to embrace and evolve train, change in your life without being resistant to it. What is it about you specifically? Because there are, you know, you get a lot of people will say, my life isn't working and it's not, and I, I need to make change and, and I, but I have no earthly idea what it is and how I'm going to go about doing it. What is it about you that you push through the self doubt, the self fear, the, the, uh, to be able to move to a next level and to continue to evolve because I, I know you're continuing to evolve your your work and who you are and the things that you're doing. Um, what is it about you that, that allowed you to to step over the, the self-doubt and to just get it done? You know, I always tell my clients, I don't teach what I don't know and I don't lead where I don't go. You know, so I had to do the work. And the first step to making change 
is to confront whatever it is you're trying to change. You cannot change what you don't confront. So for me, it was looking at my life and saying to myself, what do I want to change? And then figuring out what action steps I needed to make this change. And so when people say to me, you know, they're not happy with their situation or they're not happy in their relationship or they're not happy in their job, you know, it's really about how, how unhappy are you? How unhappy are you? Are you at the point where you are sick and tired of being sick and tired of the way things are going in your life? And are you willing to make a commitment to yourself that you deserve to be happy? You deserve to live a life you love. You deserve to live in your highest potential. You deserve all of those things. So it's really about self-worth and understanding that the things you want you can attain, but that negative voice is always saying, am I good enough? Am I worthy enough? Am I valuable enough? You know, they say the average person has between 12,000 and 60,000 thoughts a day. And of those thoughts, 95% are repetitive and 90% is negative. So it's really getting past the negative self-talk. That's the first step. Awesome. So, did your family when when you when you had this moment, and I assume it was a moment followed by several other moments, you said, This is not working for me and I don't like it and I want to change it. Was your family supportive? Did they or were they were they like, oh no, you can't you want to be a what? You want to be a, a coach, you want to be a motivational speaker, you want to be an author? Oh, you can't do any of that. Or or were they real supportive for you? Well, you know, I always tell people, you know. Your, your best, um, the, the person that really, your family really never supports you, right? That, let's just tell the truth about that because you know why? You know why? Listen, and I'm, not just, I'm just saying because they, right. I'm being honest, they don't support you because they know the old you. They don't know the new you. So they know the person that they grew up with. They look at you in a certain light. They treat you a certain way. But when you are evolving as an adult, as a person that comes to self-awareness, people don't, don't know who you are. They just going by who they know you were growing up with them. So they don't really understand the, the evolution of, of where you are. And so the only, the only way to get to a place to experience true self and personal peace is to let go of your ego. And when I when I say that, letting go of your ego, meaning letting go of what you, how other people see you, letting go of what they think about you, letting go of your past failures. You know, what is ego? What is the definition of ego? Ego is self-seeking. Ego is anxious. Ego worries about everything. Ego is resentful. It's revengeful. It's jealous. It's destructive. And it looks at all negatives in every situation. So it's really about removing that layer of your ego so you can now begin to really, you know, dig deeper into who you are and what your purpose is and why you were, you know, created to begin with. If you were to define what your purpose in life is today, what is it? I would tell you it's my mission statement and it's my mission statement that guides me. And one of the things I teach as a life coach is that everyone should create a mission statement for your life. 
Um, some people say, you know, Georgia, it's for companies, it's for organizations, it's for not-for-profits. Why in the world would I come up with a personal mission statement? Because your mission statement gives you clarity. It gives you focus. It helps you to stay on track with whatever it is you are trying to manifest or create or become. And so for me, I started to realize that, okay, I came up with my mission and I'll share it with your audience. So I, Georgia Woodbine, I am here to empower, to motivate, to encourage, and to inspire 1 million plus people to transform the way they think to change their lives. So it's about you getting to a place where you understand who you are and not only who you are, but why? What is your why? Why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you spending time doing this? Why is this important to you? What are your core values? Why does this mean so much? So it's always about your why and your mission. That is that is so true. And uh, on your mission statement, is that uh, can you share that with us, or did you just share that with us? I did. So I, Georgia Woodbine. Um, my mission statement is to empower, encourage, and motivate 1 million plus people to transform their mindset to change their lives. And so therefore, that mission statement is what guides me in everything that I do, everything that I participate in, and leads me to whatever it is that I need to be a part of. And I think in life, sometimes we are because we don't have a mission statement, right? We're pulled into many different directions, right? And that's where the chaos comes and that's where the confusion comes. And that's where we don't really know like what we should be doing or what is that next step that we should be, we should be taking. So it's really about taking that time out to self-reflect and, and come up with your own personal mission statement. And in, as part of your coaching program, you help people do that, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a big part of what I do. I have lots of online courses. I mean, I even give away a lot of free information. You know, some people say, Georgia, you give away so much. You give away so much. I say, you know what? When you are operating at a high heightened level of awareness, you don't ever feel that you're giving away too much because you understand that it's the law of reciprocity. The more you give, the more you receive. The more you give, the more you learn. And, and for me, it's really about using myself. You know, it's people say, well, what separates you, Georgia, from somebody else? Well, I, I tell my story. You know what I mean? That's what I do. I, I share my you know, my obstacles and my setbacks and my challenges and how I was able to transform that to become the woman I, I am today, to be successful, to, to be an author of several books, to be a life coach, to be a public speaker, to be an author, you know, take all that pain and turn it into purpose because that's really what it's about. And it's a something that, that because you're doing what you're doing, you are affecting a lot of people. Um, which which is which is just dynamic. Uh, let's let's talk about your your coaching a little bit more because you do both professional and personal coaching, right? Personal and professional development. Yes. And now professional development. Tell me a little bit about that. How do you how do you help somebody become more professional or or to develop their skills so that they can uh, have the career that they really want? Well, yeah, personal development and professional development is more about creating the life you love. Like how do you take, 
you know, most people in life, they don't look at it this way, but it, you have a gift, you have a talent, you have a natural ability, you have a skill set, you have education. How do you take all those things and connect the dot to create the life you love? How do you take all those things that you have to turn your passion into profit? So my job as a life coach is to delve deep into why somebody, first of all, why they want what they want, you know what I mean? Because it's always about motivation behind success. When people say, I want more money, or I want this, or, I want that, it's always deeper than that. It's deeper than the money. It's deeper than, you know, you being you notarized or having that notoriety or people knowing who you are. It's deeper than that. And what do people really want? They want to be loved. They want to be appreciated. They want to be respected. They want to feel valued. So it's really about getting underneath your motivation for your success or motivation for your business or whatever it is that you're trying to create and understanding that when you get to your why, like I talked about before, your why, your mission statement, when you get to your why, it's always bigger than you. Why do I say that? Because when you are focused on why you're doing what you're doing, you understand that the old motives that you might have had was not is not really aligned with your true purpose or your intention because we are all born with certain gifts and talents and things that we have that we were born with and a lot of times in life because it's such a natural ability most people don't even know what their gifts are if you say to them you know like someone will say to you you know you you're so good at that or you have a knack to do that like it's your gift but why does it take people so so why is it so hard for people to really find out what that gift is it's because it's it's you're using it every day you're using it all the time and because it's so natural you don't realize that that's a gift or you don't realize that that's something that you can um put into your business so as a life coach that's what i do i get people to start lasering in on all those things that they're trying to create and actually take action steps to make it happen. You know, and a couple things that, that interest me about what you just said. The first one about being in business, if you know, they did a um, survey not too long ago, or maybe it was a little while ago, and they said, list the things about your job that may mean the most to you. And pay was like fifth or sixth. It was respect. It was being part of the team. It was being uplifted and feeling good about where you're. All of those things that are emotional things came a lot higher than the than the uh, um, than the than the pay. So if you are a manager or an owner of a company listening to this, if you instill though those values into your corporation into your company you will succeed wildly because you'll have people knocking down your door who want to work for you because of the environment that you create do you agree with that absolutely absolutely i say when you when you're putting together your team you want to find out what their gifts are why because when you find out what their strengths are and what their gifts are and they're happy using those things they're going to perform they're going to bring their best foot forward. So it's always about, you know, really, even when you think about people, when they interview people, when they come in for a job, listening, paying an attention to what people are saying, finding out what brings people joy, finding out what motivates them, because that's what's going to motivate your team. When your team is motivated and they're in passion, they're going to want to work. 
They're going to do the work. What now people are working from home. If you're in a job where you're motivated with and you're passionate about, even though you're working from home, you're going to do that job because it makes you feel good. <laughs> exactly. And you can go home at night and you feel like you've done, you've accomplished something. You, you from a deep level uh, down in your soul, you feel good about something. Want to ask you a question though? There are people that say, well, you know, Georgia, that's all, that's all well and good, but I don't have any tools. If somebody could just give me some tools on how to do this, I would be happy to follow through and do that. Well, you know what? You've come up with some tools on how to do that. Let's talk about about the, the tool that you just came out with in, in January that uh, I think is very, very important for everybody to look at. Absolutely. So this here is what you call is the Create the Life You Love Vision Planner Journal. Now, I don't know if, if a lot of people know about vision boards. They should. I'm sure they've heard about it. But a vision board is something that, you know, you put up with words and pictures and things that you're trying to manifest and create. Now, I came up with the idea of, of actually turning this into a product because it changed my life. Um, it, it's a vision planner. So it's just like a vision board, but it's a planner. So it's something you can walk around with. You can put it in your pocketbook. You can put it in your briefcase. You can put it in your knapsack. It's something that's a constant reminder to you. It's almost like a life coach on the go. You know, it asks you those serious, important questions that, that you need to, to really be accountable and committed to whatever you're trying to keep, create. So in this planner, you'll see affirmation stickers. So there are about 50 affirmation stickers and affirmations. When you're talking about tools on how to change your life, affirmation stickers are powerful, positive affirmation. Why? Because what happens is once you start positive self-talk, once you start understanding the power of speaking positive words, it really helps you to start taking that action without you even being aware of it. You know, when people say, well, Georgia, you know, how do I how do I do this? You know, think about your life. You are a deliberate creator right now. Right. You you think about something. You think about what you're going to do. You think about where you're going to go. And then you actually take the action to make it happen. Think about that with your dream or your goals or whatever it is you're trying to create. Think about how uh, productive you would be if you took that same concept of being a deliberate creator to create the things that you want. So I came up with this whole thing with about 50 affirmation stickers that you could actually put onto each day. And then when you open up the journal, it has like a monthly calendar. So I wanted something where people could start where they are. So it doesn't have, you actually have to write the month and the date in the calendar. And then it has Monday through Sunday. And you could actually write down, it has a quote for each month, a positive quote. And it actually, you could put your appointments and everything. This could be like your to-do everything, your doctor's appointments, the things um, things that you have to do for the week, for the month, can go in here. And so what I love most is it's for every day I have a positive habit creator, right? It's personalized with what positive habit can I do today? And because most people don't realize, out of sight, out of mind, right? If you had something looking at you every day that you were trying to change and you said, okay, I have this habit I need to change. I have this I need to do. I want to do this. I want to do that. And it's right there, right in front of you. You're going to 
be more prone to take action to actually make it happen. And so for every day you have your goals that you want to accomplish. And oh, I love this part so much. It has affirmations. So every day you write down your daily affirmations. And then when you get to the end of the week, you have your weekly reflection, right? And your weekly, your weekly reflection, it asks you questions like, what do I want and by when? And then it says, why do I want it, right? Why do I want this? And then also, what am I grateful for? See, most people don't realize that when you are grateful, that's like depositing coins for blessings. You know, when you are grateful and you are thankful and you are operating at that vibration level, you are going to attract things to come to you. So it's always about being grateful for what, what, what you have and where you are. And then also what, what rewards am I going to reward myself with for achieving my goals? And so one of the things that I share as far as with setting goals is to, 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 to break them up, you know, start off with what do I want to accomplish in three months? What I want to accomplish in six months and then nine months and then 12 months. Why? Because you're working your way backwards. Everything that you are doing daily is leading up to that annual goal that you're trying to achieve. So it's good to to break them down and dissect them so that you don't get discouraged and you don't get frustrated. And that, you know, think of three to five things that you or even three to four things, three to four things that you want to accomplish in three months. But it's so important because this changed my life. This helped me turn my passion into profits because I had a plan. There's a famous saying, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. You have to have a plan. You have to have something in front of you that's directing you on the next steps to take because no action, no activity, no activity, no productivity, no productivity, no, no end result. So they all work together. You know, it's interesting that because what you've done is you've put together uh, a, a avenue for the law of attraction for, for positive affirmations, which positive affirmations, people poo-poo it. Some people do. But it is an amazing uh, uh, thing if you if you put out positive aff affirmations and live by it. I suggest that that by the end of the year will be dog-eared and it'll be used up and it'll have writing all over it because people are going to use it every day because it's easy to do and you can reflect on it on a daily weekly basis it's that's 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 brilliant brilliant oh, thank you thank you so much you know my goal was to really share with other people how i transformed my life you know people say georgia you was in debt you were struggling you know how did you was a single mom you know you lost your job you know how did you get out of that and part of it was changing my mindset. And, you know, most people don't realize, but there are two basic mindsets that shapes your lives. It's the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. And when you have a fixed mindset, you feel like your life is carved in stone where you wherever whatever you experience, that's the way your life is going to be. That's how it's going to go. When you have a growth mindset, you understand that you can cultivate whatever you want to create the work and effort. And so it's really about working on the mindset for me. I had to work on my mindset to create my success because if I kept doing things the, the, the same way, they say what? Insanity is what? Doing the same thing over and over and over again and what? Expecting a different result. You won't get a different result. You have to change the way that you do things. What separates ordinary people from extraordinary people is the way that they do things.
Exactly. Because if you are planning and you do things on a daily basis and you get, I think, I think probably the most difficult part of using that planner is, uh, you know, like using the planner uh, because you, you've got to commit to it. And, but it is, if you decide that you're going to make a change in your life, you have to make commitments, uh, commitments to yourself and commitments to change. And that is a great, is a, is a great vehicle by which to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I just want to piggyback off what you said, because, you know, sometimes people ask me, well, how do I stay motivated or, you know, about the things that I'm trying to create? And the key to creating is always about self-discipline, which is the hardest, of course, for everybody to achieve. You know, I have a book called Total BS. And in there, I talk about, you know, the, 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 the power of really making a commitment, sticking to it, and having the self-discipline. Because most of us know what we need to do to change our lives, but sometimes lack the focus and the, the discipline, the discipline needed to achieve your goals. And so some of the techniques that I share um, can change every area of your life. And I'm, I'm not, I'm talking about physically, emotionally, mentally, financially. It works across the board once you apply these tools. And so it's always about your thoughts, your thoughts, right? Because your thoughts is what creates whatever it is that, that whether it's by default or by intention, it's creating it just so your audience knows. Doesn't matter whether you're doing it intentionally or not intentionally, it's happening, okay? So it's going to happen. And so it's really about learning how to control your thoughts, learning how to control those negative thoughts that hold you hostage. Because your negative thoughts is what, what holds you back. And what are those negative thoughts? Fear of failing, you know, fear of how the world is going to look at you or fear of not being good enough, you know? And, and those are the things, those little, I call that, that invisible lid that's separating you from being the person that you were born to be and being the person that you are and being frustrated and confused and, and feeling like overwhelmed, like your life is just falling apart. That invisible lid is what separates you. So it's really about starting taking that first step, you know, writing down, writing down your goals, writing down goals. Any successful person will tell you that, they write down goals. They brainstorm. They have a plan. They have a plan. And for me, and what, what's helped me to be successful in what I do is, is to, to write things down. I mean, I've been writing down things in my journal for, I began writing a journal, writing down my goals. I started practicing meditation and visualization. And then what I did was I implemented these three things daily, visualization, meditation and positive affirmations. And so what did it do? It changed my entire mindset. It changed my mindset and changed my attitude. It changed my feelings and it changed my belief about everything. Because once I started doing this and I realized like, this really works. And people think, oh, it's coincidental. No, it's called synchronicity. Synchronicity means that when you are operating at a high vibration, you attract things to you. 
You don't have to chase things. You don't have to force things. You don't have to look for who can help you, you know, what you have to do. It will come to you. And so I realized that, wow, I have the power to really create whatever I want at any given time and really focusing on that and saying, well, what is it that you want? You know, what do you really want? And when you ask people that question, what do you want? They'll tell you external things. Oh, I want more money. I want a new car. I want to buy a new house. I want this. No, that's not what you really want. What do you really want? You want to be loved. You want to be appreciated. You want to be respected. So it's really about learning how to to really make that commitment to yourself. And let me tell you something. It's not an overnight process, like you said, Kevin. It takes work. You have to be willing to do the work. One of the things I share with my clients when they come to me and I say, I want to hire you to do such and such. I said, first of all, I want you to know that this is not going to work unless you do. You have to do the work. Yes, I'm a life coach. I can help to, to, to steer you in the right direction, but you have to be willing to do the work. And now you assume that that's part of the interview process before you take on a new client. Absolutely. You know, are you going to, do you expect me to wave a magic wand and all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> or are you going to be able to and willing to do the work to make it happen? I wanted to ask you because um, I, you know, we each have a little bit of different terminology, but I call them stories. The stories that, that we told ourselves or that people told us when we were young that we are continuing to, to have them today. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. And how do you get folks to get past that self-doubt and, and those problems? Well, it's really about, you know, like I said, starting with the positive affirmations, because like we said, you know, it, you when you if you're telling yourself something constantly, then you become it. Right. There's yeah. a saying in the Bible, as a man think it, so is he. So if you are constantly telling yourself, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not valuable, then you're never going to get past that barrier. It's about really starting to 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 look at life differently to do things differently, to, to, to do something that you haven't done. You know, I always tell people, what do you have to lose? Just try it. Just try to do something different. Because what happens is when you do something different, you see something different. You know, life starts to make sense when you begin to realize that everything in your life has happened for a reason. Why? It's happened for you to learn. It's happened for you to grow. It's happened for you to develop. It's happened for you to live in your highest potential. And where you are aligned and you are aware of all the things that impact your mind, your emotions, your spirit, your relationships, and everything else, you understand that I can change this. I can make this change. And this will work. And, and, and not thinking negative about, oh, you know what? How am I going to do this? You never, you know, I always say you know when you have arrived to the place of self-evolution. When you learn how to declutter and simplify your life. And what do I mean by that? No racing, no chasing, no comparing, no competing with others, no reacting to negative energy, no letting others control your time, no letting others control how you feel, and no letting things distract your purpose. 
So setting up real solid, good boundaries can, can help you. Can Absolutely. Help. Absolutely. And that's, that's, that's really cool. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking with Georgia Woodbine, and you can go to her website, which is www.georgiawoodbine.com. You can go to my website. I have lots of great uh, motivational videos there. I have lots of interviews. Um, I have some free stuff, some free goodies on my website. So we go like to my website, www.georgiawoodbine.com. And you can find me, people can Google me. They'll find me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, everything that you can think of social media I'm on. So you can find me, Georgia Woodbine. Now, did you, when did you decide, in addition to coaching, when did you decide to become a motivational speaker? And how, how does that work for you, um, getting out there and, and talking to people? You know, it's so funny. I always say, you know, your gift, that's a gift that I had that I didn't know that I had. So it wasn't like I said, okay, I'm going to become a motivational speaker or I'm going to become a life coach or I'm going to become um, an author. It all kind of like fell into place once I allowed myself, once I embraced change. Okay, let's just start there. Once I embraced the change, I started to evolve and realize I had these gifts and talents. And I think that a lot of people in life, you know, they'll go through their whole entire life and leave this planet and not know their why. And so for me, it was really about letting go, you know, letting go of old thinking, old mindset, letting go of things that I thought was working for me, letting go of people in my life that I had to separate myself from to get to a place of evolution. And so sometimes in life, it's, it's, it's sometimes it's your circle. You know, I say, who's your circle of five? Who are the five people that are around you? You know, when I was young, my mom used to always say to me, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. So look at the people that you're surrounding yourself with and look at what kind of energy they're bringing to your life. Are they bringing positive energy? Are they bringing negative energy? Are they draining you or are they inspiring you? Are, you know, are they building you or are they tearing you down? You need to look at that circle of people that you spend a lot of time with because you, you, know, you don't even realize it when you're in something that's not healthy for you because you're so deep in it. You can't even see your way out. Like it just seems like it's normal until you pull back, you know, pull, pull, pull the curtains, pull the curtains back and really do self-reflection and really look at yourself and, and your life and, and what you want and what will make you happy. I think, like you said before, a lot of times we're so worried about competing with other people and comparing yourself to other people. You know, one of the things that I think they say, you know, one of the biggest uh, things that cause people depression is looking on social media and looking at what other people are doing and comparing yourself. And one of the things you have to understand when you become aware, meaning when you become um, at that level of, of true identity, then you understand that you don't have to be like someone else. Your, your story is your story and only you can share your story. Nobody can share it better than you can. So hold on to what makes you authentic. Hold on to what makes you, what makes you feel good. Hold on to what makes you feel whole. What, hold on to what brings you joy. 
and stop worrying about the outside voices and the outside world and what everybody else is doing and the news and the media and the politicians and this and that and and stop letting that dictate how you feel you know and and when you get to the place of evolution you understand that you have control over how you feel and you don't have to allow other people to dictate that negative energy into your life you know the one thing that really irritates me greatly is i have people in my life i have family and friends that that are really talented at something, and they have a gift. And I call it a gift from God, and they have this wonderful gift, and they poo-poo it. It's like, oh, that's easy. That's, easy. I, I, that's not a gift. That's, that just comes easy to me. It's like, no, that's, that's, that's a gift. Utilize it. Um, Ravage it. Uh, love it and cultivate it. Absolutely. You know, the gift is what God gives to us, right? It's what he gives to us. Now, what we do with it is up to us. And that's how we, we, you know, we show him our appreciation for the gift that he's blessed us with. So he gives us that gift. And what we do with that gift is up to us. And so sometimes he'll give us things and, and, he, and people don't want to do the work. They don't want to do the work. They don't, they don't want to work. And so if, if you, if you don't, Take the time out to figure out what that gift is. And like you were saying, a lot of times it's a natural ability and it's easy to someone. So they don't look at this as, wow, I can use this to make a difference in the world. I can use this, my gift to um, help somebody else, or I can use this gift to, to change my community, or I can use this gift, whatever it is, but you can use this to make a difference in the world. And so it's really about, you know, really getting to a place of oneness with true self. And you can't do that if you continue to hear the negativity around you. You are awesome, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> and, and the work that you're doing for people and with people, I highly, highly suggest that you go to her website, which is uh, georgiawoodbine.com. Get that, the, the, the journal, and also talk to her about uh, her coaching you because everybody needs somebody that's in their corner that can help them, and, and you, you are there. So let me ask you, where do you see yourself in 10 years, 15 years? Where do you want to be? Because I think you'll be there. Where, yeah. where I see myself is, is just continuously changing lives, and that's really all I want to do. I just want to continuously be here to make a difference in someone's life and, and let them know that, you know, where you are now is not where you're going to always be. So don't be so hard on yourself and don't, you know, don't give up because, you know, winners never quit and quitters never win, you know? So don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your dream. Don't give up on your goal. Don't give up on your vision because, you know, if you just, just, just allow yourself to develop. And I think that's the hardest part because when you're going through that training process, you're like, well, okay, I found my gift. Well, why am I not making money? And why am I not able to use my gift? And why don't I have a platform? And why don't I, and, 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 and then you just start to talk yourself out of it. So just be patient. I, I would say be patient and where I see myself is is doing what I'm doing now and continuously touching lives and and touching millions of people around the world and and helping them get on the that that getting you know, to a place where 
they can really transform their lives and that they can really start to create the life that they love because I, I don't think anyone can stop you from really creating the life you love. That's all self-sabotage, self-talk, negative self-talk. You know, you can have the life that you want and 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 you can make it happen. And so for me, I see myself in 10 years just continuously inspiring, motivating, empowering people. You know, I don't care how large the scale is to me. It's not about, oh, what other people see and this grandiose thing because I live my purpose every day. Every moment I come in contact with someone, I'm living in my purpose. And for me, I feel on top of the world because I'm living in my purpose. I'm doing what I love. I'm loving what I do. You know, I say when you understand your purpose and what it's meant to do, it's meant to serve other people. And so when you understand that your service is really about serving you don't have to chase money. You don't have to chase success. You don't have to chase things. Why? Because you become in total alignment. Your talents, your gifts, your natural abilities, natural abilities, your education, your skill set, they all start to come together. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, everything makes sense. My life makes sense. Now I look back and say, wow, that's why I went through that. That's why I had that experience, because it was preparing me. It was for preparing me for where I am now. And just embracing that, you know, embracing that, because I, t I can tell you that, you know, if you asked me 10 years ago or 15 years ago or even 16 years ago when I wrote my first book that I'd be doing what I'm doing now, I'd be like, I don't know. I mean, I worked in the music industry. I wanted to go to California. I told my mom I'm going to Hollywood. You know, I didn't know. I'm like, I, I, I just want to go to Hollywood. I want to work with entertainers. I want to do this. But sometimes God has another plan. And that plan is always bigger and better than what you could ever imagine. So just trust the process. Embrace the process. Grow. Develop. Learn. Take time out for that. Be patient. Be patient. I know sometimes it's like, well, when is this going to happen? Or, or why is this happening? What's going on with this pandemic? And, and everything is falling apart. No, things have to fall apart for them to come back together. Why? Just build a stronger foundation. And so shift happens because change has to happen. And sometimes change doesn't come as easy as you would expect it to come. Sometimes with change, things have to fall apart for it to come back together. And it's okay. So when people say this pandemic, what pandemic? It's really about you getting to a place to know who you are. You know, when people say, oh, you know what? This the new normal. I, I didn't like the old normal. I like the new normal. Why? Because I can work from home. Why? Because I can spend time with my family. Why? Because I can go walk my dog and I can go enjoy the nature and I can enjoy, enjoy my life instead of feeling like I'm in a rat race racing, 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 racing all the time, you know? So people can choose to let this moment liberate them or paralyze them. It's your choice. You have a choice. And right now is the day to start making a choice. You Nothing changes until you make that decision. You have to make a decision. What do you want? What do you want? And not only what do you want, why do you want it? That's very good. You should say that more often. 
<laughs> because that, that, that whole thing, you know, we as people are always, you know, not always, but a lot of times we're full of doubt. We're full of self-doubt where we don't know what's happening in the world. We don't know why we're doing what we're doing or how we're doing what we're doing. Most of the time, we're not doing much of anything. And, uh, <laughs> it's really cool to have somebody that is to talk to somebody like you that can help help somebody. And I get that. I also, but I have to say this. I get the impression that if I'm if I if you were coaching me, you you're no nonsense kind of gal because you would not put up with me saying, "Well, I can't do that." You you would make sure that we do the work. Absolutely. You know. Sometimes people say to me, you know, Georgia, I want I want this, I want that, I want that. And then I'll say to them, okay, so this is how you're going to get to what you want. And they'll say, oh, well, I want this, but I don't have enough time to do this, or I don't have enough time to do that, or I don't have enough time to do that. And so when people say they don't have enough time to do something, I say to them, you don't have enough time to change your life. You don't have enough time to be happy. You don't have enough time to create the life you love. Okay, there are 168 hours in a week. So when somebody says to me, I don't have time to do something, it's not that you don't have enough time. It's really about how you're managing your time, how you're utilizing your time, how you are prioritizing your time, and how to get rid of the time wasters. What's wasting your time? Look at what's wasting your time and start focusing on things that can change your life. And, 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 get rid of the time wasters and focus on things that are really going to bring positive reinforcement into your life. See, and that's why I wanted to have you here because you're a positive gal and that's what this show is all about <sighs> being, being positive and, and, and helpful. And I, I just appreciate, you know, you're, you're just awesome. Oh, um, thank you so much. Thank you so much. So let's, let's go over the details again to make sure everybody's got it so that they know where to go and how to get there. And that is uh, your website again is? So they can go to my website, www.georgiawoodbine.com. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. Um, and if you even Google me, Georgia Woodbine, author, speaker, change agent, you will find me on Google. Um, I would love to share a free gift with your audience. If they go to my website, www.georgiawoodbine.com, and they put their name and their email in, they will get a free guide. The Five Secrets to Turn Your Passion into Profits. And it's really about me sharing my journey and sharing my process. And, and you know, people say, Georgia, do you feel you've cracked the code to living a healthier and happier lifestyle? <coughs> Absolutely. I have cracked the code. You know why? Because I realized that there was nothing really missing. Ah, oh, very good. Very good. You had everything always. It was always there for you. Uh, all you had to do was turn around and recognize it. Absolutely. Which is which is really really cool. So go go. To, uh, um, I I think if you want to change your life, it. I, you know I think everybody, uh, Georgia, everybody at one point or time in their life is going. God damn it! Is this all there is? Is it? <laughs> Am I just going to have to work for the rest of my life? Am I, am I you know, and then I'm going to retire and then I'm not going to feel good. And then I'm going to be old and then I can't. Is this, is this, is, why can't I have the life that I really would love to have? Well, I can tell you, you can have that life. Go talk to Georgia and she'll help you. Um, Absolutely. 
Absolutely. You know, asking yourself reflective questions can be the roadmap to changing your life. And so when you become aware of your passion and your interest, and then you create goals to align with your why. So what are some things that you're curious about or want to learn more about? If you master one skill, why, what is that skill and why, why would you want to master that? And what's, what's one thing that you've done from scratch and how did that make you feel? And what memorable thing that's happened to you this year? And if you could change one thing that's happened to you this year, what would it be? It's really about asking yourself reflective questions. What are three adjectives that describe this year? Are you, are you asking me? Yes. <laughs> oh, well, let's, let's see. So, well, so far it's an early, so let, let's take an optimistic approach to this year. Um, it's, uh, uh, is change an a- adjective? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's see. Um, um, okay, I give up. You, you, you're the coach. You tell me. Um, I would say some words that I would use to describe this year is vibrant, hopeful, hopeful, vibrant, vibrant. Why do I say vibrant? Because I feel that. A lot of people, because they were forced to make change, realize that, wow, there's a part of me that I didn't even know. So that has made them more vibrant to tap into their purpose and and to figure out, wow, there's something else. Um, Another word that I would use to describe is thankful. Because, you know, even though people look at what's going on in a negative light. I look at it in positive light. I look at family, the value of family, spending time with people that you love, telling them that you love them, telling them that you appreciate them, not taking time for granted, you know? So thankful would be another one. And the third one um, would be is to, you know, just, just be grateful, continue to be grateful. For, for all the things that, that, you know, that you have in your life and not take it for granted. Don't take people for granted, you know? So I would say those, those would be the three words to describe it for me. Well, and I'll tell you what, I am, number one, eternally grateful. And number two, I'm totally thankful that you came on my podcast today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you're, you. You're awesome. And, and yeah. yeah. If you, if there's anything that, that that we can leave our audience with today, and that that is that you can do it. You can do whatever you choose to do. Um, you know, because the me having to be home as much as I am, because I'm I'm a little longer in the tooth than you, and, <laughs> and so I have to be a little careful with the, the with the, with the COVID, and so I. I get to be home, but which means that I get to do what I love to do, which is talk to people like you. And uh, that's, that is so awesome. That is just so awesome. So thank you. I mean, if it would, if there was three things I would like to leave with your audience. I was going to ask you that. Oh, okay. It's one. See, I can read your mind. (laughs) You're not not Um, a coach. You're psychic. (laughs) Um, It's one to change your mindset. 
Um, the first and, and most important step to changing anything is to change your mindset. You know, speak positive affirmations to yourself, practice positive thinking, you know, affirming mantras, positive mantras, you know, can really get through, help you get through some really trying times in your life. So, you know, and, and, and getting past those challenges to achieve your goals. So changing your mindset is one. Number two is to develop a plan of action because I always say nothing happens until something moves. What action are you going to take? What consistent action are you going to take to create the life you love? And the third one is to make that commitment to yourself. Let me tell you something. Once I learn to stick with something, that's when my life changed. You know, I think when you jump from one to the next because you don't have the patience to really see it through, you miss out on that most valuable piece that connects the dots. And sometimes you miss the boat and you're like, well, what's going on in my life? Why didn't this work? Because you, you aborted the process too soon. You didn't go through the learning curve. You didn't go through the process that you needed to develop as a person. So discover your true motivation behind achieving your goals. Don't just say, I want to achieve this goal because of money or because of this or because of that. Because behind every goal, there's a deeper reasoning. And it's really about reaching your goals and figuring out what that why is. And one of the things I like to share with my clients too is what's, you know, a lot of times when you say you want change, sometimes it's like they like have so many things that they want to change. What's one thing? What's that one big thing right now in your life that you want to change? And start there. Oh, good. I thought you were asking me a question again. No, no, no. I'm just saying to the audience. <laughs> no, I'm just saying they just need to focus on that one big thing. That they want Absolutely. Well, you know, it's interesting. And I'll, we'll close with this. Um, the biggest month for a gym or a, uh, 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 you know, a, a big, a big gym like LA fitness or something like that. January is the biggest month. You know why? Because everybody gets in on to new year's Eve and they decide they're going to make a new year's resolution and I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to get into shape. And so everybody runs out in January and joins the gym. And by the time they get into February, they've given that up. So January is over. Forget about it. It's passed. You can't do anything about it. What I suggest you do is get the planner. That's right. By buying the planner, what you're doing is you're investing in yourself. You're investing in your future, and uh, then then you take it home and you start using it, and you use it religiously as she intends it to be used. And uh, that is that is in my mind that's step one. That's step one, and I tell you, you know, people, it, it's amazing when you when you when you make that commitment to change your life and you start writing things down, you start to get excited. Why? Because you see things happening. Because you're looking at what you wrote down. And you're like, I accomplished this. And that's your motivation for the next goal. That's your motivation for the next one. So it's really about starting to write those things down and saying, okay, I'm going to start here. And then just seeing how you can actually achieve your goals. And you can actually start checking things off and saying, yes, I did that. Yes. And you know what? That's going to motivate you. It's going to motivate you to move forward. It's going to motivate you to go after that next goal. There's nothing more satisfying than setting a goal and then reaching it uh, because that teaches you.
that you can set any goal and you can reach anything and Absolutely. you can get it done. Absolutely. So again, uh, Georgia, thank you so much for being on the program. And thank you for having me. Sadly, we've run out of time, but there's, is there any last thoughts that you would like to add to for our audience before you go? The, the last thought I would like to leave is to always know your why. Your why is what guides you. Your why is what shows you where to spend your time. Your why is what gives your life meaning. It's what gives you purpose. Your why is what 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 brings you joy, what brings you happiness. Your why is what makes a difference, not only in your life, but in the lives of others. So start asking yourself that deep question. Why do I want what I want? What is my why? What is my purpose? Why am I here? You know, and, and I tell you, when you start asking yourself, why am I here? That's the transformation ball starts to roll. Because when you get to a place in your life where you're like, why am I here? You know, I'm tired of this. I don't want to just keep going along and trucking along and going in the rat race and doing this. You start asking yourself more self-reflective questions. That's when the transformation will begin. Why? Because you have attracted that to you to seek out that change. And that's when it starts. So you have to start. Make the first step. Again, we've been talking with Georgia Woodburn, and I thank you so much for being here, my dear. And if, if you'd stay, if you'd stay with me for just a second, I'm going to do the closeout, and then we'll, and then I have a question to ask you. So, uh, thank you everybody for being on the show, for listening to us today. Georgia is awesome. Get the, get the journal; it'll do you a world of good. So don't uh, forget to get your journal: www.georgiawoodbine.com. You got it, and thank you so much. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.